Welcome, everybody. You are listening to the Long Overdue Podcast, coming to you from Decatur, Texas, at Decatur Public Library. And we have with us today Denise. Hi. And Brandon. Hello. And me. I am Dawn. So we're here to talk about fortune cookies. Oh, you said that so blandly. Fortune cookies. Fortune cookies. Yes. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm excited about it. You don't sound very excited, Brandon. I love fortune cookies. So, what is it? Twilight Zone. Fortune cookie episode. Was it a fortune cookie? It was. It was a fortune. Yeah. They went to the diner. Yes. William Shatner. Young. Wasn't he? Yeah. William Shatner was in that episode, and they went to a diner, and there was like this little uh, machine that had like a little devil on it. Yes, I think that's a different one. Oh. Okay, finish telling me yours. So they go, and you put a penny in it, and it tells you a fortune, uh-huh. and it was pretty spot on, because they had stopped in this little town because they were having car trouble. Okay, And so yeah. the mechanic was going to fix it, so they went into the diner, mm-hmm. and it was telling him, you know... Not to do this, not to do that, and that, you know, she almost got hit by a car when they went to go explore the little town, and he was like, the fortune says that, what was going to happen? <laughs> and so he was, like, going over there to, like, put pennies in it to try to, like, plan out his entire life, and uh-huh. she was like, you either need to stop this and come with me, or I'm leaving without you. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, okay, you're right. Like, this is silly. And so he leaves. Like they leave, yeah, and then another couple comes in and takes their booth, who have been doing the same thing. Asking oh my god! Again, like putting it in there. Are we going to get to leave today? You know, putting oh. a penny in there and getting a little, getting an answer. And they've been stuck there because they decided to listen to what it was telling them. And William Shatner almost got stuck there. Oh my gosh! This is not the same one. But that one sounds <laughs> that really cool. That one was good. It was a good <laughs> one. I don't remember all the details, but no, this guy goes into, uh, I guess, a Chinese restaurant and he uh, orders food. And at the end, he gets a fortune cookie. And I don't remember what his fortune was, but he A keeps grand reward awaits you just around the corner. Okay. So he keeps coming back because he gets these things and then he ends up basically eating so much he explodes at the end. Tell me, but you you looked it up. I was gonna look it up before we came, but tell me. Um, yeah. So he gets the first fortune, and it says a grand reward awaits you just around the corner. And then he walks past an alley afterward, and a thief knocks him down, drops a hundred thousand dollars in diamonds before running away. <gasps> and then he returns it to the jewelry store owner, and the jewelry store owner gives him a thousand dollars as a reward. So realizing it's magical, he comes back um, to the restaurant, and he orders more. Um, let's see. He keeps wanting more fortunes. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the first fortunes. time he didn't touch any of his food. Uh, but the second time he, oh, he also didn't touch any of his food and he received another fortune. And it said, uh, April arrives today bringing romance. And uh, it was September. Um, on the way, on the way home. Uh, he storms out, intending to go back on his promise to to write another review because uh-huh. his first review was skating. Uh, oh, so he was so a he food was critic. Yeah, he was a food yeah. critic. I should have started okay. off with that. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like writing a review. What is he a blogger? No, he's a, <laughs> a, a blogger. Critic. Yeah, from the black and white days. 
That's exactly what he was. He was a reviewer. <laughs> he was a food critic. <laughs> um, on the way to his office, uh, he meets a woman asking for direction. He shows her the way and asks her out to dinner. She introduces herself as April Ham- Hamilton. Oh, yeah. See? So, April. Um, okay, skip to the end. Does uh, he explode? So <laughs> he gets, so they go out and That's what we wanted. he gets a fortune cookie that says, You're going to die. Um, and he exits the restaurant angry and he's overcome with massive hunger pains. Let's see. He just has to keep eating and eating and eating. Um, yeah, he wanders into one restaurant after another, but unable to satisfy his hunger as he continues to eat endlessly. He receives a fortune cookie that says, You're dead. That's it. So there weren't guts on the the screen, the the camera for the program. Yeah, they don't do that kind of thing. No, but he died. Yes. Okay, so that's my fortune. It's called the misfortune cookie. (laughs) All right. So if you really want to watch it, (laughs) I don't know what I don't know what the William Shatner episode is, but there's only like two Twilight Zone episodes that William Shatner is in, so. Pretty easy to find. I'm going to guess. So almost everybody, Chinese restaurants, give fortune cookies. Mm-hmm. So from what I understand, that it was never a tradition over there to do something like this. Mm-hmm. It was an American tradition. Hmm. Well... So what I read was there's a Japanese tradition of giving random fortunes called omikuji. Um, and they do that at a temple. Uh, so you would go in and you'd make an offer and they would give you a slip of page paper. Um, or you'd pick a slip of paper out of a box. Um, so what, what do these fortunes say mm. from Japan? I think it was pretty much kind of the same, the same thing, you know, something. Just some aphorism or vague prophecy. So some people have told me when they are looking at their fortune, it's like, that's not really a fortune. So what does it have to say to make it a fortune? Um, You know, I, I think of those uh, aphorisms or sayings that are just that seem to be all encompassing. It's really hard to describe one. Let me see if I can find one real quick. So the Japanese version of the cookies, they're a little bit larger. They're made of darker dough, and their batter contain contains sesame and miso rather than vanilla and butter. So it's a more savory than mm-hmm. it is sweet. Yep. They contain a fortune, however, the small slip of paper was wedged into the bend of the cookie rather than placed inside the hollow portion. And it's called uh, Tsujira, Jira Senbei. So fortune means chance or luck as an external arbitrary force affecting human affairs. A large amount of money or assets. Okay, so... Chance or luck. So what about the numbers on the back of the fortune? It's supposed to be lucky. Lucky numbers. Yeah, people use them to play the lottery. Yeah. 
But what were they initially put there for? Mm. And why that many numbers? Well, it's a different number of numbers depending on where you're getting it from. I don't know. It just says it's just a lucky numbers, really. Someone came up with random numbers and just put it on there. Yeah, I don't really think that there was much, like, significance in it. Um, let's see. The messages I may include a list of lucky numbers used by, s used by some as lottery numbers. Since relatively few distinct messages are printed in the record recorded case, um, there where winning numbers happen to be printed, the lottery had an unexpectedly high number of winners sharing a prize. Authorities briefly investigated wantum food in 2005 after 110 Powerball lottery players won about $19 million after using the lucky numbers on the back of the fortunes. So what did, when they investigated, what did they find out? That it was just all luck? Yeah, that it was just... It had to have been. It's just all luck. I mean, luck. how can you affect the lottery drawing? You know? Hmm. Which is interesting that all of those people had the same number on the back. So they're not necessarily random numbers. Mm -hmm. They may be all the same numbers. Those were just the ones who played them. Yeah. According to this, the six numbers in fortune cookies associated with the most winners are 4, 14, 15, 22, 26, and 28. <laughs> well, let's go play. Let's see. Uh, there's some like okay. So, I uh, I ha I brought in some fortune cookies from Panda Express, okay. and from my experience, they're a little they're really lighthearted and less um, <laughs> less gloomy, less um, less heavy hearted, um, less about aphorisms and more about you know uh, you you will come into fortune soon. Or something like that. So what do you mean by aphorisms? I mean by, like, the early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. So so how are those different than what the ones you get with Panda Express? Mm, Panda Express just says you're going to have a great day. I'm just going to take this broken one that's open. Let's see. So we never really finished talking about where they came from. <laughs> oh, yes. no. I I'll just so they were originally Japanese. Mm. At least the idea was originally Japanese. Um, so there are two competing versions of this that actually went to court. Mm -hmm. So uh, The first one was Makoto Hajiwara of Golden Gate Park's Japanese tea, room, tea garden in San Francisco is reported to have been the first person in the U.S. to have served the modern version of the cookie. And when he, when he did so at the tea garden in the 1890s and early 1900s. The fortune cookies were made by a San Francisco bakery, Benkyoto. David Jung, founder of the Hong Kong Noodle Company in Los Angeles, has made a competing claim that he invented the cookie in 1918. San Francisco's Court of Historical Review attempted to settle the dispute in 1983. Wow. During the proceedings, the fortune cookie was introduced as a piece of evidence with a message reading, San Francisco SF judge who rules with a, uh, 
SF judge who rules for LA, not very smart cookie. (laughs) (laughs) A federal judge of the Court of Historical Review from San Francisco themselves determined that the cookie originated with Hajiwara, and the court ruled in favor of San Francisco. Subsequently, the city of Los Angeles condemned the decision. So, Sichi Kido, the founder of Fugitsu Du of Little Tokyo in Los Angeles, also claims to have invented the cookie. Kido claims to have gotten the idea of putting a message in a cookie from Omikuji, which is fortune slip, which are sold at temples and shrines in Japan. According to his story, he sold his cookies to Chinese restaurants where they were greeted with much enthusiasm in both the Los Angeles and San Francisco areas before spreading. So, to me, it seems more than likely that it was a Japanese thing because they made these types of cookies to serve with tea. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Up to around World War II, fortune cookies were known as fortune tea cakes, likely reflecting their origins in Japanese tea cakes. Fortune cookies moved from being a confection dominated by Japanese Americans to one dominated by Chinese Americans sometime around World War II. Can you guess why? Um, World War II? Yeah, Yeah. internment camps. Yeah. So, interesting. Um, one theory for why this occurred is because of the Japanese-American internment oh, okay. during World War II, which forcibly put over 100,000 Japanese-Americans in internment camps, including those who had produced fortune cookies. So. Hmm. Well, that stinks. Mm-hmm. Now, someone at some point did try to sell... Chinese fortune cookies in China and those were not they didn't they didn't go anywhere. Yeah. They only sold as basically American novelty. <laughs> so the Chinese were not impressed and then they were like, you know, this is American stuff. Yeah. And so they were you know, mm. American novelty. Like KFC. <laughs> 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 you know, like, eh. yeah. Um, but even though it's largely an American item, they've s- served, been served in Chinese restaurants in Brazil, Canada, France, India, Italy, Mexico, United Kingdom, as oh, well as other countries. Yep. So the person who invented this obviously didn't get it patented. Mm-mm. So who's actually the one? making the money off of fortune cookies now. It probably has nothing to do with any one of those three people. Mm -mm. Probably not. And their families. All right. So what about fortunes? Hmm. You were going to read one a minute ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I just got distracted. (laughs) So, um, So there was that... I guess they're just more statements, I, I guess, than anything else. This one says, uh, your confidence will lead you to success. So, uh, that's, so that, that's that more feels of like less of a fortune and more of a uh, 
telling you, you can to do it. believe in your abilities. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it something. doesn't have to do with chance. It's what you do with what you've got. And confidence will lead you to success. Hmm. Would it be more like a mantra? Like if you tell yourself over and over? I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> okay, so so here's some things I've be- well, first of all, have you ever had one that's come true? So, super personal here, but after losing my best friend, mm-hmm. the day after his funeral, I got a fortune cookie mm-hmm. and it told me that um the best family are the friends that you make. Oh. And yeah. It was like, uh, I did not need that today. Thank you. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things that is just like right at the moment. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You smiled. So what did you, what do you Uh, mean by that? Well, I just, I have have a fortune cookie story about a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. He, uh, we went to this. Asian cuisine place called Mio's. Um, and we were walking out and um, there had a bowl full of fortune cookies. Mm-hmm. And we both picked one up and we walked out uh, of the, the establishment and opened them up right in front. And then I had a fortune. I looked at it and I set it. And then he, his was empty. He didn't get a fortune. Mm. And uh, I was like, nah, that's not good. Just go get another one. So he went back inside and he grabbed another one. Then we started walking back to the car. Mm-hmm. And about halfway to the car, he had opened it up and it was empty. Okay. And uh, we were like, oh, heck no. Uh-huh. And we turned around and we were like, this is, this is too weird. And he grabbed another one and I grabbed another one. Just got it. And we took a step outside and he opened it up and it was empty. And at this point, we were like, okay, just go grab two. And so he, go mm-hmm. and he, he went and grabbed two, and he opened one up, and it said, you have a nice hat. And he did have a nice hat. <laughs> <laughs> Mine were all these, I don't know, great fortunes, and his was literally, you have a nice hat. Very specific. Yep. And he, d- he didn't open the other one. He just... Like, he no, took that that's one. good. That one's good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So... So, I've heard that it's not going to come true if you don't eat your cookie. Uh, I've heard that one, too. I don't... Uh, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, it's hard to partake in these cookies because the vanilla and... Um, butter? Butter is... What else besides vanilla and butter? Is it egg? Some. Some mm. don't have any of that. Because I buy... What's that? The little box of fortune cookies that don't have any dairy or anything in them. Hmm. So, so I think for mass production, <laughs> I'm picking a fortune cookie. I've also heard that you have to preface it by saying certain words. Now this is more than I've heard, so. <laughs> right. So what... It, what were the two phrases? Under the sheets is what you should start it with, or while in bed. Yeah. 
<laughs> He's like, no. I, is that an 80s thing? I don't know. I mean, I heard that. I've never heard that. See, this does not sound like a fortune to me either. Because it is not chance. It says you're always there for a friend in need. So I think that's probably true. Aren't you supposed to be getting with that? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do it without that first. <laughs> and now thinking about it, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about mine too. And I was like, well, man, maybe not. <laughs> they just sound too creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were having to break yours. Mine just slid right out. I should have given us napkins. Your effortless humor will help someone in need. And and what, right. was, what was yours, Dawn? You're always there for a friend in need. So you're. This likes to point at us. That's what these yeah. are doing so far. Yeah. There's supposed to be fortune cookies for, like, your fortune. Mm. But it has to do with your personal qualities. Yeah. How did you know I was funny, fortune cookie? How do you know I had confidence, fortune cookie? <laughs> how did how did you know? <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a friend? <laughs> how do you know I'm such a good friend? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any friends. This came to the wrong person. Oh, so these do not have numbers on the back, Mm-mm. and they do specifically say Panda Express. Yeah. So they probably developed these mm. just for obviously Panda Express. Because they wanted to be positive and they wanted to build you up. Look at them go. Yeah, right? (laughs) I want you to keep coming back to Panda Express. (laughs) So I went over to a local place for lunch today. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to pronounce it. M-O-U-A. Mouse. Mouse. They didn't give me a fortune cookie. Or do they usually? I don't know. If I, don't I don't think, think they did. So but I know they have Thai food, mm-hmm. which I did not get. And then they had, I don't yeah, know if it's They have kind of a different, like, I think some of it's kind of Chinese food and most mm-hmm. of it's Thai, right? Yeah. So maybe that's why mm-hmm. it's more Thai. So Panda Express. Oh, there's one across the street, the buffet. I've never been there. Oh, the this one here, the Wasabi Walk? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think it's a buffet anymore. Oh. No, I think... And I think they have Chinese and Japanese. Okay. So they probably get fortune cookies over there. Mm, Probably so. I was just wondering if we could. Mm, I didn't get any fortune cookies when I went over there. I think you had to ask for them. Oh. Hmm. I don't think they give them out again because Chinese, Japanese food. Yeah. And they are Chinese there. So. Their menu has a section that's Chinese and then a section that's Japanese. Hmm. Well, at least I think they're Chinese. I mean, I'm not trying to be. Racist and difference between Chinese and Japanese, but I'm just talking about the food. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how the fortunes differed from Panda Express to these other ones. We can't really com- compare that right here on our podcast, right? Because we, we don't have those. We we'll get more different fortune cookies. But let me just tell you, my lunch tip was delicious yes so it's okay that i didn't get a fortune cookie (laughs) all right are we picking again yeah absolutely 
uh, I was going to pick this one that has all of the fortunes in it. Yeah. That oh, it does. For, like, <laughs> that's the making up for any empty ones. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the mother load of fortunes. I hope it's the same one over and over again. <laughs> well, there are three, so I'm going to flip these upside down. <laughs> Maybe I should open mine. Maybe there's another one in there. No. There's another one in there. It's like a seashell. Oh, you're dividing them? Uh, yeah, I got three and one, so everybody gets one, I guess. Oh. Um, oh, expect a delightful message soon. So one of y'all must be about to tell me something, right? You're fantastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I take it. I really like mine. What's yours? A distant friendship could begin to look more promising. Do you have any distant mm. friendships? How how far is distant? Yeah. Like is right across the table. <laughs> <laughs> it could be here. It could be across town or across the metroplex or in another knows? state. Around the world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be more specific, Panda Express. Mm -hmm. We do have users across the world. We do. Mr. Hughes, mm -hmm. who is the son of the founder of this library, lives in Spain. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, I wonder if the cute guy in that metal band that's in Argentina, whose music we oh. use for Dewey, <laughs> yes. hit me up. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Those are both very distant people. I mean, no, no, they're far away. Okay, so here's mine. Financial success is inevitable in your future. Inevitable. All right. Nice. I'm keeping that one. I'm going to post <laughs> that one. <laughs> no qualms about that, even though it has nothing to do with, well, I guess not really chance. Have to plan that. No, that was pretty chance. I you had a one in uh, three chance that she wasn't going to pick it, and that you were. Oh, think about that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What if all of these are for Alex? <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's that right, is they true. Were all your cookies. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder which day I got all. I got the three and one because that day I might have needed it. Yeah. Oh, you might have. So. But maybe the universe knew that you were saving them for this moment. Oh, universe. You're looking out for me. <laughs> and me. <laughs> That's true. It is your fortune now. It is my fortune now, yeah. I'll share it. You can kind of think that it was yours. <laughs> <laughs> There's one in there. Sorry, I guess uh, you guys probably won't want to eat these after I touch them all. So no, honey, on it. I I, I, I wouldn't have before. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I'll only eat the ones that I open. All right, there's that many left. I think there were nine total, so it was enough for all of us to get three. So I think that it was. It's very telling. Like you're in the restaurant, and it's like, okay, mm -hmm. who's going to choose, and which one, and you know, which one do you get, and it's. I think it's all very, yeah. you get what you're supposed to get. Oh, yeah. Even though these are not necessarily fortunes. Mm -hmm. All right, my turn? Yeah. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> Mix them all up. Okay, I'm going for that one. 
octopus cannot counteract the one I just got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last fortune was a lie. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't open it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll complement the previous one. Oh, you have tremendous potential for success. Well, it, that does complement that one. It does. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's just true, too. So I, I started reading this one again as I was opening that one, and it says, you're always there for a friend in need, and I have all this success and money, mm-hmm. so they're going to want my money. They're going to want your money. I'm going to start putting these in the order that we got them in and then <laughs> see if there's a... There's a story <laughs> there's at the a end. Story. Yeah. There's a story. There's a theme. There you go. You have the attitude of a winner. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> winner, winner. Chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Denise does have the attitude of a winner, though. I think it fits. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me yours, all three, again. Your effortless humor will help someone in need. Okay. A distant friendship could begin to look more promising. You have the attitude of a winner. Hmm. So you're humorous mm-hmm. and you're going to have a long distance relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the last one again? You have the attitude of a winner. And I'm in it to win it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Guy Fieri, who is your distant friend. <laughs> Who is the host of Minute to Win It? Mm. Maybe more like, who's that other guy? He's also popular. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Be be friends with that guy. Is he he in his win it? (laughs) He usually is, yeah, Yeah. actually. I just don't know. I mean, Gordon Ramsay is pretty intense. (laughs) I'm not sure how you two would get along. Yeah. Probably not well. Yeah. Here's my last one. Um, you have a keen sense of humor and bring out the best in others. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Okay, read all three of yours again. Uh, your confidence will lead you to success. Okay. Expect a delightful message soon. And you have a keen sense of humor and bring out the best in others. So you both are funny, and I'm not. <laughs> that's what I'm reading from that. Well, it just says I have a keen sense uh, of humor. You're going to be super successful and have yeah, funny. you don't you so don't you need to what? be you don't need to be funny. You don't need to be funny. You're good. <laughs> good to know. All right, I'll just laugh with you guys. How's that? <laughs> you make me laugh. And I just it just says I have a keen Here's $20. sense. Twenty dollars. <laughs> Hers is the only one that says she's funny. Mine just says I have a keen sense of humor. I just I just get it. That doesn't mean doesn't mean I'm funny. I'm just like, oh yeah, that and was I'm funny. Effortlessly humorous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So we each get one more. Mm. Now th- this is not right because then I'll well, have four and he- she'll have four, but you'll only. Have remember, three. there was there was one that had three, and I gave y'all. Yeah, I gave you your fortune. Right. Your one of these your was rich. Not 
supposed to my be my rich us. one. Your Got rich it. one, yeah. And so then, yeah, kind of mine was the distant friendship yeah. one. So those could all potentially still be Alex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so without the one that Alex gave us, you're always there for a friend in need, and you have tremendous potential for success. So, so even without that one, I kind of feel like that financial success is still in there. It's still there. (laughs) (laughs) And what happens if my fortune cookie is already broken? Does that negate my my message? No, my my confidence one was uh, was already broken too. So, does that mean my confidence is broken? (laughs) (laughs) It's all fake. Oh great. Uh, you know. I think this is really interesting that we all read our own before we speak it out loud. Mm-hmm. Why is that? What if it says something that I don't want you to know? What if I'm like, oh, <laughs> I want to know it first before, yeah, before we I tell you. Together. <laughs> yeah. You will discover the importance of a smile. Hmm. So that's not really humorous. <laughs> I still remember this one time that. Um, it was it was when I first started working here, but uh, I was still feeling really weird about working in a civilian scenario that was this relaxed because I worked at like Walmart, and then there was this um, frozen food manufacturing or distribution facility. So like it was all kind of uptight in most of the places. But then I got here, and uh, I would come to Dawn sometimes um, to ask her questions, and I kind of noticed, but I didn't really say anything. But every time I came came in, she would smile. And it was great because I, I, you know, smiles are great. Um, but later on, I heard her say that. Um, uh oh, <laughs> it wasn't true. <laughs> she it said it wasn't a oh. smile at all. It was a grimace. <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear the <laughs> story. I can apologize right now. <laughs> okay, what I say? She said, "You said that." Um, I don't know what it is, but every time I see Alex, I smile. Yes. So you make me smile. So that was really interesting, the so interaction between that it relationship. Just, it just uh, it brought that fortune just made me remember that. So. Interesting. All right. Well, okay. So that made me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, crap, what did I do? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so my last one says, you are perfect the way you are. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. It. I love That's, it. It's great. It's just great. So I do have to tell you something that I saw on somebody's coffee cup the other day. And I was like, that is just so <laughs> It said, I like my coffee black, like my soul. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so yep. you are perfect the way you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, I have to, I noticed this earlier, but I have to mention it for the podcast. Denise is wearing a t-shirt that has uh, multiple pictures of avocados doing different poses for in yoga. Yeah, different yoga poses. Different yeah. yoga poses. And it looks great. It's fantastic. Yeah. I have one too. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel left out. That's okay. Her and I are the only two that have it. Yeah. The only two in the world. The world. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Okay, so so what have we learned about fortune cookies and fortunes? 
We've learned that they are not Chinese in origin. They are Japanese in origin and then American. Mm -hmm. And because of American stupidity, (laughs) we attribute it to Chinese versus Japanese. Mm -hmm. I still have a whole cookie, but I just pulled the portion out of it. (laughs) Yeah. Just so you know. But if you want to break it. Crumble it in there. <laughs> um, in, bouncing off of what Denise said earlier, in 1989, fortune cookies were reportedly imported into Hong Kong and sold as genuine American fortune cookies by Wonton Food, uh, who also attempted to expand its fortune cookie business into China in 1992, but gave up after fortune cookies were considered too American. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Hong Kong speaks English, right? It's very, mm-hmm. I guess, Americanized. Is that? Well, I don't know. I don't know about Americanized. I think modernized. Yeah, because English is everywhere. Okay, <coughs> so they sold them over there to native people as a as an American trinket, thing, as yeah. an American trinket mm-hmm. thing. They didn't want it anymore because it was too American. They didn't want it. It was too American. So they didn't try to sell it to their restaurants because, I mean, over there it's just food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I it's think not. they probably have American-themed restaurants. Yes. I wonder what they think of an American-themed Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not anything good. (laughs) Yeah, probably not. (laughs) April is National Poetry Month. And one of the things that I've done in April is I have used fortunes as poetry prompts. Hmm. Hmm. So if you got a fortune and write a poem about it, you can use your fortune cookies as a poetry prompt. I think expect a delightful message soon would be a good Yeah, that'd be prompt. a good poetry prompt. Yeah. A distant friendship could begin to look more promising would be a good mm-hmm. good prompt. Also, you're perfect the way you are. Yeah. That's a good one. That's it, yeah. You will discover the importance of a smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I think all of them would be. Yeah, they're all, you know, they're short. It's something that gets you thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we're thinking about how does this relate to my life? Mm-hmm. And they're really good for that. Really good to make fun poetry out of. Interesting. Okay, so are we going to have to make a poem? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I might try it, but thank you for not making me. Yeah. <laughs> Roses no, are red, is. violets are blue. You will. You should expect a delightful message uh, soon. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was pretty good. <laughs> um, so I have a I have a list of some some good um, fortunes that I found uh, across the internet. Would y'all like to hear some? Yes. So we have. You don't need strength to let go of something. What you really need is understanding. Yeah. Liter- these are literally just on fortune cookies. Fortunes. Oh, people yeah. taking pictures of their uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, that may be true, but it's not very exciting. <laughs> uh, I don't understand the concept of letting something go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what am I supposed to do with it? 
I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> um, let's see. No snowflake in an avalanche ever feels responsible. I'm sure. <laughs> that one's deep, heavy. You can see a lot in that one. <laughs> Deep and heavy, the snow, right? Yeah, like, don't shirk your responsibilities. (laughs) Take personal responsibility for your mistakes. Don't be like, well, I wasn't the only one, so... (laughs) That horde mentality. Uh (laughs) Uh, Good timber does not grow with ease. The stronger the wind, the stronger the trees. The poem in itself. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Let's see. All things are difficult before they are easy. Yes. I think I've had that one before. (laughs) 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 You're like, what? You know, you don't ever really understand that one until you look back and think of the things that you know how to do. Mm -hmm. Like walking. Mm -hmm. You know, you had to learn how to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're watching a little baby try. Yeah, and you fall, mm-hmm. and you they get up and fall, and, you know, it's just a huge process. They don't just get up and start walking. Mm-hmm. If you want the rainbow, you have to tolerate the rain. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, tolerate? <laughs> kind of like the rain. Yeah, tolerate. Enjoy yourself while you can. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That one, all right. Now think about what we had talked about earlier about adding before (laughs) and after. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, What? Oh, when you get something for nothing... You just haven't been billed for it yet. Really? (laughs) There's no such thing as free. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you might have already paid for it. (laughs) I mean, you know. Hmm. I don't know. I think there's prepayment and there's postpayment. I mean, if you work hard. And then you get something. You've kind of paid for it first. But if you get something, how would you pay for it? Hmm. Work hard after the fact. Who wants to do that? (laughs) (laughs) We'd have to figure out a way to do that. I mean, it's always better to prepay. (laughs) Yeah, that's a very good point. And uh, lastly, probably not lastly, but this last one I'm going to go over. How much deeper would the ocean be without sponges? Ooh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Real sponges or fake sponges? I mean, sponges? This, this could just be uh, metaphorical. Also, yeah. there, are, there are sponges in, mm-hmm. the, in the sea. So. Yes, there are. But do they really shrink when they dry up? Like ours, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you get a kitchen sponge, 
it really doesn't increase in size that much mm-hmm. or decrease in size when it dries out. Yeah. No, but they can hold a lot of water. So I grew up swimming in lakes. This has nothing to do with fortunes. It has to do with oceans. (laughs) (laughs) But there is something about knowing how deep the water is underneath you Mm -hmm. that is really freaky. (laughs) I think that might be called thalassophobia. There's a phobia for that? Oh, my gosh. phobia is a type of specific phobia that involves a persistent and intense fear of deep bodies of water, such as the ocean or sea. So that's like a fear of whatever's happening under there that I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't necessarily have a deep fear about it, but if I think about it, it is kind of... Unsettling? Yes, that's a very good Mm -hmm. word. So I just don't think about it. <laughs> I think my favorite thing to do at lakes is to is just, is on a nice summer day is to swim out um, past the that marker mm-hmm. um, where they say you know uh, there lies sharks um, and swim out past that way and just dive down until the water stops being warm uh-huh. and then go a little further uh-huh. and then until I I can't. Um, see anything, and you can't really see anything much further down. Um, Just because it gets dark. Because it gets dark. Okay. Um, but it's but as soon as like I can look up, and like there's like it's it's pretty it's like next to nothing above mm-hmm. me, and I'm just like that's pretty cool to me. I'm doing that. I love those views in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here's my standpoint from the a lake, is I grew up in the mountains. And so, um, if you've ever crossed a dam, one side's full of water and the other side's not. Mm-hmm. So you know how deep that water is. Mm-hmm. That's really deep. Yeah. Some in some cases, I mean, it's like, and you just look around at all the mountains and how much is filled with water, and it's kind of freaky. Yeah. Yeah. So down here. Where do you do that? Where have you done that? Because down here, you can't even go a foot underwater mm-hmm. before you can't see anything yeah. anyway. Um, so that was in, um, oh, what is it called? I, ca- I can't remember the what the place is called, but it was in South Carolina, and it was there's this um, glass-making uh, company that withdraws a lot of sand and clay deposits. From our from around our houses in in the area, and one of the clay um, pits fills up uh, like a miniature lake, mm-hmm. and the water is like in some areas it's like clear you can see straight down like forty feet, and it's just absolutely clear. Mm-hmm. And then in some places it's uh, it's dirty because it, they go in and out of it a lot. Okay, so it was it was around there. Yeah. See, I think that might be a little less freaky because you know that there's nothing in there. Yeah, maybe that was it. But if you're like in a large body of water that you know that there's creatures. As long as as long as you know my body knows which way is up, then I'm safe. That's not what I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about the creepy stuff that I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> They're not worried about you though. They so. don't need to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they 
maybe interested and come and nose, you know, nudge me a little yeah, bit with their that? nose. And then I flail around and they're like, <gasps> food. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try this tasty snack. <laughs> Just don't wiggle your digits. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Mm. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, we kind of took a different turn on that. That's right. It was we exciting. We have no fortunes about oceans. Yeah. No, but we do have uh, is it ocean-themed uh, summer coming up. Oceans of possibilities. Mm-hmm. So. Which is kind of a fortune. <laughs> Based on Panda Express's. Well, yeah. They kind of go all over the place. Yeah. With theirs. So. Not really deep, but, you know, st- still trying to say something. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, I think we have talked out fortunes today. Mm-hmm. If we've left anything out, you can leave us a message. Yeah. Leave us leave a, comment. a comment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we would love to follow up with that. Talk about what you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, one last thing. In Iron Man 3, one of the broadcasts by the Mandarin uh, has Trev- uh, Trevor Slattery smashing fortune cookies and giving the truth about them that they're an American invention, the aphorisms are unbelievable, and they leave a bad taste in the mouth. There you go. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's the Iron Man 3 take on it. They leave a bad <laughs> taste in your mouth. What does that mean? <laughs> Am I trying to think about that too much, or is just the cookies don't taste good? The cookies just don't taste good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they are. They're, they're, they're a little bland. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you've been listening to the Long Overdue podcast coming to you from Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. Until next time. Bye.